Seven Up Yours. Excellent. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. Make Seven Up Yours, everybody. Um, <laughs> Sponsored by Seven Up Yours. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, hi, hi, how's it going? It's, uh, October 25th, I think, when this is going to come out. Correct. And, uh, we have comics today, like we always do. So and many, more than even... Too many. The most. Oh, I'm not supposed to talk yet. Uh, oh, by the way, Bob's here. <laughs> hi, Bob. Here, let me switch cameras to you, Bob. Howdy. Hi there, Bob. I'm here, and <laughs> in, in the spirit and flesh. Excellent. And I knocked something while I was fucking around over here, and now the comic is in the wrong place. Oh, no. But that comic that I'm talking about, we're going to cut right to the chase. Actually, no. Yeah, there's so many. I couldn't fit them all in my hand. Firstly, firstly, uh, we will mention that this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. That is October 29th. Yep. We have at 7 o'clock at Nickelodeon Theater. Jackie Kong is going to be here. Uh, she will be doing a Q&A and signing uh, for her movie, uh, Blood Diner. Here in the store at 7 o'clock? No, she will be at the... That is when, that is when the screening of this film is, but she'll be doing a Q&A afterwards. We're going to have an after party. We're going to do all sorts of crazy shit. It's going to be super fun. You need cool. to go. It's going to be awesome. Where's the after party? The after party is going to be at Geno's. Nice! At Geno's. Yay! So uh, join us all afterwards at Geno's, and we'll dance the night away. The rock and roll club. The Yes, rock and roll, the cola wars. I can't take <laughs> it anymore. Anyway, uh, that's, that's... I love that the Cola most... Wars is the thing that he can't take anymore. <laughs> After all that shitty lists, he's like, the Cola Wars. He's like, oh, ah, no, JFK it's... getting assassinated? No oh, big deal. I can handle that. Cola Wars? <laughs> Coke versus Pepsi? Ah. Oh, mass extinction events, and also the Cola Wars. I can't take it. That's the straw that broke the camel back. It was those wars. I mean, it was really hard on Billy Joel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, anyway. He was teetotaling at the time. That's fair. So. He, was, he was a member of Fugazi at the time, so he was drinking <laughs> so much Coca-Cola on stage. Uh, action Comics, you're number 1058. Wow. That's so many Action Comics. It's almost like you wouldn't need to get this one because there's so many ones. If that you had every before. issue of Action Comics, you would have 1,058 comics. Think about that. Think, that's so many long boxes. That's like four and a half long boxes of comics. You think that it, it's actually kind of sad that Action Comics is only can fill four and a half long boxes after eighty plus years. Well, I mean, those first issues—if you stuffed them into a long box, they would just turn into powder. So mm, that that makes extra space. Yeah, just uh, kind of lines it insulation. Perfect. Uh, Alice never after. Mm. Get it? Because yep. there's Ever After, and this is the opposite of Ever After. It's Never After. It's number four of this series. Uh, in in its defense, I did not like the first one, but I think this one is actually much more interesting than the I first think version. That's because Dan Panosian actually drew parts of this one. God, I love Dan He's Panosian. great. I think he's great. Yeah. Also, um, that Action Comics was pretty good. Okay. Uh, what about Alpha Flight? I am not paying attention to this. Yeah, I... Have- I- I think it's kind of it's it's kind of trad alpha flight. I think it's like if you're into trad alpha flight, you're gonna uh, you're gonna dig it. Maybe Who's trad, trad traditional. No, old school. Not trad more. Not trad more. No, I don't know that he ever did alpha flight. It's possible though. I would have read that. Hmm. What about all American comics? Uh, There's no Canadians in this thing. No, actually, it's pretty cool. It's a neat. Uh, I like it these fac- facsimiles, but this one in particular, like all American, was um, not a DC comic. It was uh, essentially what became an EC comic. It was Gaines. Oh, interesting. Um, and was eventually was was sort of like strong armed, purchased by DC uh, at some point in the 40s. Uh, which caused some animosity there, I think, as I've read about. But anyway, this is uh, so it's like when we kn- we only know Green Lantern and Batman as part of the same universe, but at this time, Green Lantern and Batman were um, only together by like license in the Justice Society thing, and that's after this comic. Anyway, pointless. Uh, there's some cool features in it. There's a lot of Mutt and Jeff in there for some reason. There's so always like, Mutt and like Jeff still in, all in that that era of like taking newspaper comics yep. and like putting them in. And then also there's the thing for me that was the winner of this was uh, Gary Concord Ultraman. I've actually never read any Gary Concord Ultraman, but he had a who's who entry. And I was like, who's oh, this guy? He's cool. <laughs> and uh, I remember Marshall, Ro- I think Marshall Rogers drew the entry, if I recall correctly. Interesting. Um, 
that matters to literally no one listening. But um, nope. yeah, I always thought it was a cool concept. It's a very weird, like kind of future Flash Gordon-y kind of thing that just never flew, never took off. But it's it's interesting. So that's the one of but those. How is in hilarious there. is this illustration in the corner here? Oh boy, oh that's adorable. I can't see. Uh, he's got a very squished face. Oh. This, this Green Lantern. Oh, looks good like old it squish was face. Drawn by a child. I like it a lot. Nice. Well, uh, <laughs> it's it really not. It's kind of like one step because they're basically tracing 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 everything yeah. so it's like i don't know whatever yes golden age comics are very strange and also like he has a magic ring but he constantly looks like he's just using it to punch people in the face i mean <laughs> it's like man I, I got this ring that can do anything but there's the best a, thing i can do with it is punch people in yeah, the face well there's a lot of photo reference of people getting punched there's not yeah. as much photo <laughs> reference of people creating energy things with their with their fancy rings good so that's call. why you get a lot of fire a lot of punching good call things like that um golden age what about the amazing spider-man of uh, all the spider-mans this is the amazing one he's the most amazing uh, I like this series. I'm yeah. actually really, I mean, I've loved this well series the whole time, yeah. honestly. So, yeah. but I think this it, is particularly where it's picking back up again. It had like the slightest little dip where I stopped paying attention. Mm. The more that all of those goblins yeah. came into the story, I was like, okay, deep breath. Let's get through it. And yeah. then, but I still enjoyed it to a certain extent. Yeah. I th- it's, it's just, it's, it's a fun story told well. I follow it. Uh, Spider-Man is probably one of the only Marvel things that like it has to be real bad for me to not follow it Uh, but this is helped by the fact that the main artist is Patrick Leeson who I really like and the fill-in artist is Ed McGuinness who I also (laughs) really like so I love um, that Ed McGuinness is a fill-in yeah I know right it's just like oh when we get a break from the regular artist it's just oh this guy who's also like 10 times as awesome or not I should not to compare them but like 10 times as awesome as like any fill-in artist yeah yeah it's Um, it's just weird I mean especially just because he's such an A-lister yeah it's really the the funny part of it yeah he probably is more of a draw than Patrick Leeson and even though Patrick Leeson is awesome. He is awesome. Well, I mean, uh, he hasn't had the 25-plus years of... He's been around for quite a while. What? Are you kidding me? I only became aware of him like 10 years ago, maybe less Um, than that even. At least that long. Um, The first thing that I remember him drawing was that Patton, the first Patton Oswalt comic that he did, which was that JLA thing. That was the first thing I remember. I feel like that was like 2000 or something like that. Really? Oh, God. I'll Google it, but we should probably not. Time is weird. We'll find out. Uh, Anyway, here's the thing that happens. Sometimes Amazon's attack. Yeah. You can't stop them. I kind of like this. I mean, it's. I'm sure it's great. I really uh, like Yara Floor. I love Yara Floor. I'm on on record as saying that Yara Floor should be Wonder Woman uh, now yeah. and forever. Totes. And uh, my favorite, my favorite Wonder Woman character that has ever been created, and probably my favorite Wonder Woman. So I wish that was the case. Uh, but yes, I like school. I like Trad Wonder Woman, but I also really yeah, like Yara I do Floor, too. and I would be fine if she took over and was just in the uh, comic. I, yes, I I do. I mean. I there are so many great old Wonder Woman stories that I like. So I have absolutely loved those. But I mean, I just I think she is very compelling and I think she's a really fun story. I agree. Anyway, uh, we got Uncanny Avengers. 2003 on that Patton Oswalt comic. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Anyway, uh, Uncanny Avengers. They're avenging yes. like crazy if you want to know who quicksilver kisses on the mouth smoochin oh you my gotta goodness. get this comic because there's some smoochin <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right we're a fox studio audience now <laughs> from the 1990s <laughs> anyway batman beyond neo-gothic buried by batman beneath you had to pick that moment to be silence right when i was yes. silent right when i took a big gulp of my i wanted up. to make sure that people heard you that hear you were me. making seven up yours <laughs> uh batman brave and the bold number six is out i uh, yeah it's uh not my favorite book no uh, I, the first three issues, I was like, "This might be my favorite Batman book." Honestly. There was some cool stuff. There was in some it. really good stuff back in the, the when it first started, and then it kind of lost me. Well, it's it's just like that Batman Urban Legends comic that they had, yeah, yeah. where it's like every once in a while it's really good, but like not every time. And this is like, there's there was too much stuff filler was, in yeah. this thing yep. to justify the price tag, which is oh, just great. like you can convince me that having a comic book featuring James Gunn's wife's character from 
pre peacemaker is a thing that people want to read, but like I don't want to read it. But um, I just I wish they were doing more things like when they would do annuals where it would just yeah. be it wouldn't be that much more expensive than a regular book and then you get the garbage stories but you're like well yeah but the thing's 100 pages long or 90 pages or 80 pages or whatever yeah and you're only paying an extra like 20 percent. but there's a thing about it being and and not to go because we have so many fucking yeah, comics yeah, but so um but there's like i just picked up uh not too long ago the batman black and white first series uh the one with the alex toth cover because i just yeah, mine yeah. was all beat up and i was like i want to get a good one and someone was selling it so I, I bought it and and it's like every story in that is is like someone put a ton of time and it's like a list and it's yeah. like re- it's really like front to back it's really good and something like this if it was quarterly maybe but like you can't have like you know what i don't want to say c-list talent because i don't want to denigrate anyone but like non-a-list talent doing two (laughs) stories in a comic that cost to say the same thing in two different ways (laughs) well i mean i'm just saying it's like it's still sure it's still it's being in a dc comic it's still better than a lot but i'm actually really like with some of the Maybe there's just like kind of an equalization of the playing field lately, but like I've always been of of the mind that like oh dynamite has bad art or whatever, but it's right. like not always, no. and and especially with Marvel, I think that like a lot of the Marvel talent is like dynamite. What I would once have considered dynamite I level agree. art, I completely and agree. It just is kind of so. There's like a I don't want to say anything negative. Yeah, I shouldn't. I'm sorry. There's there's a book out this week that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> we'll just say. But which is weird because it's a book that I really, really liked. It was like one of the books that I was really into, but the art is just not very good. And yeah. in places it is so rushed. It's so clear that the person didn't have enough time Yeah, that it's like you want to think it's stylistic, but it's not a stylistic choice. It's a time choice. Yeah. It's very clearly a time choice. Totally. And I don't think that they're a bad artist. I just think that no. they got put into a position when they were rushed. Anyway, Black Hammer, the end. Yes, it's uh, it's ending. Bryn Mawr, the 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 middling the the <laughs> the series that's probably just fine, but the coloring is all one color for the entire thing, basically. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go the opposite way and say I think I can officially say that I don't like this comic. Yeah, I mean it's not I for me, but like I think it's not very good. A lot of that but horror stuff tends to not be for me. So. And it tends to be for me, yeah. but I didn't like it. You didn't like it. Uh, all right, well, that's Captain it. America, number two. He's America's captain. I didn't read it. I I was actually I excited it. about it. I liked the first one, I, so I don't know why I didn't read we'll this We'll be one. honest. There were so many fucking comics that's, that I was just like, I it. can't get through these all yeah. in the time allotted. So I did flip it, and it looks as good as the last issue. So if you like the last issue, you should get this one, too. I sure did. And this is my big surprise for the week, honestly. Ooh. Uh, that would be Captain Marvel. I thought this was absolutely awesome. Nice. I was surprised at just how different it was in tone and how it managed to be still very centered in the Captain Marvel universe, where it's all about the cast of characters that occupy that world, and it's not pulling from anywhere else. But yet still, it felt very fresh, and the villain was really interesting, and it's part of a basically like a Ghosts of Christmas Past visitation. <laughs> we're getting uh, we're getting the three omens or something like that visiting her, and they have they have these different, you know, one of them is an energy vampire at first and basically just pulls all of the energy out of her, and we also have some interesting stuff with the Nega Bands and Guinness Marvell. Some really interesting things happened. I like how you did the pronunciation there. Penis Marvel. Uh, <laughs> sorry, his name is Penis Marvel. He's... Penisvel. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, I into it. Super into it. And nice. I have not been into one of these since Kelly Thompson's. So nice. Well, Kelly so, Thompson's a lot of uh, big shoes to fill. Uh, actually, I didn't even really like that one. It was the other one. Uh, it was the other Kelly, Kelly Sudaconic. I liked Kelly uh, Sudaconics. Cool. Uh, and I, I love Kelly Thompson, but it just wasn't like a book for me. Yeah. I, uh, and I read it and, oh, the Brood Saga ruled. So there was that. There, yeah. It was, uh, honestly, it was off and on, I guess. So I take it back. There were definitely moments I really enjoyed. Uh, Conan the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. It's very chesty this week. It's very trad. 
Very trad, Conan. That's my I mean, word for the week. It's a, that's a good word for the week. But you're right. It is absolutely very traditional. Although uh, the boobs are slightly bigger. So, you know. Oh. You got to give it credit for that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they invented, who knew they invented silicone in the Hyborian age? Uh, this this lady this lady seems to have come by them uh, naturally. naturally oh, I that's would, good. I would definitely say. Nice. Uh, she seems to be of a Rubenesque quality. <laughs> Rubenesque. Uh, that's my word of the week, uh, in that she reminds me of Paul Rubens. Uh, that's what I think. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dark Dungeon Space Places Snyder Sherman. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I'm sure. sure it's probably pretty good. Mm. Whatever. If you like it, you like it. Yep. But if you like Negaduck, then Negaduck. you are in for a treat. This is a ne- one negative duck, I'll tell you what. This guy, never a good thing to say about ducks. Okay, here's my uh, my second surprise of the week. Mm. Uh, people would have assumed that I would be very much into this book because it's a horror book, and they would be right. But uh, when I took when I opened this thing up, it had such uh, oh my god! It was basically uh, Havoc Wolverine Meltdown Part Two. It was very that Muth style mm. gestural brushing and craziness. And usually I find that very hard to follow a story when it's drawn in that manner. This I thought was delightful. It's a new take on, it's like almost a side story so far of Dracula. Yeah. It seems to be they're going with a different part of the story that didn't exist in the original I can't remember. Maybe I'm. Maybe I missed a part where they tried to give, uh, give him a blood transfusion. Uh, but uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, remember. I don't know that they I had don't think, blood transfusions. I don't in think that Renfeld ever tried that. So yes. Uh, the other thing I think is like I'm watching that How Fall of the House of Usher mm-hmm. on uh, Netflix, and it's like when you're adapting something like that's been adapted like 12 million times, yes. you kind of do need to like be like based on concepts from yeah you know like it's 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 smart to kind of make it different because then it becomes a a, a more engaging experience where it's just like oh here's the part where renfield eats a worm oh here's the part, like that where, part. well yeah it's a classic part but like and it'll probably be in this you know the worm is a classic part it's a part anyway everyone loves it's the it's what Put Renfield in America's hearts. It's true. Uh, eating bugs. Anyway, Detective Comics is uh, comics for detectives. And if you like it, you're going to love it. Yeah. I got to say, I really like uh, all of the people who make this comic. And I'm a big fan of Batman, but I am pretty much done with this take. Interesting. It's not working for me. I'm not reading it currently, but... Uh, it's too sp- uh, ghosty. Too spooky. It's too ghosty. Oh, damn it. Maybe I should be reading it. It sounds like I would like it. Yeah. I, like I don't it. know. It's also like very psychologically ghosty. Mm. I don't know. It might be your thing. It's good. Frank Avila drew half of it. I like that. Yeah, right? Sometimes. Rom V, Dan oh, Waters. Man, I don't I don't see any problems with any of that. Yeah, it's just boring. Anyway, uh, here we have Drive Like Hell. Yeah, I didn't really get this, but it looks fun. It is fun. Uh, I get it. Uh, it's a. It appears to be some sort of uh, Satan car thief kind of thing. He's trying to get to hell, and people are chasing him. Uh, so he's driving the car to hell. It does appear that way. Okay. Yes. He has a destination, and I believe it is there hell. Was some murdered person that was talking to him the whole time. Yes, there's a there's definitely a, an American werewolf in London style undead helper in the car. Yeah, uh, very much like that f- f- early issue of uh, Sandman. Is that it? It had the know. had the weird Sandman. corpse that was talking to him. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I very purposefully have never read Sandman. Ugh, you're one of those. I am. <laughs> Edenwood. It's a book that I didn't read. It's <laughs> uh, pretty good. Tony S. Daniel. I don't it, like it. It's Tony Daniel. If you like Tony Daniel, you want it. It's uh, it's Tony Daniel. Perfect. The Expanse Dragon Tooth. This one is another. I never read this one. Fair Firepower. It's all splash pages by Chris Samney. If you like badass comic art by a master of the form and you like splash pages, this is the issue for you. It's splashy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and this one is flashy. <laughs> wow. I wish it was more flashy, honestly. <laughs> 
I, they got one more issue. They, they got one more issue to 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 get me to be on the high. Like I liked the first issue better than I thought, but I'm just like oh, I don't know, man. Flash isn't a horror book. It just isn't. Fair. I got you. Um, what about uh, the Gargoyles? They're a horror book. Yeah, yeah. That's you should get the creative team from Flash to do Gargoyles. And you should also get them to drive around in a Hellboy mech. Yes. That's right. We have giant robot Hellboy. Which is actually really, really fucking cool. Of course it is. <laughs> it might be my favorite comic of the week, even though it's just kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely dumb. You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember when the goon did that all yes. entirely in Spanish giant fish crushing everything issue. Yes. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Yes. Which I think I can't think of anything that speaks higher it, of it than that. It's I mean, basically they just thing. yeah, they had to do something where, you know, how do we make a comic where Hellboy is a giant robot work and the way they did it was they brought Duncan Figueredo back, uh, who is like I mean, guy could draw like yeah, virtually anything, and it would be exciting and fun. And uh, he's just an absolute master, and uh, it's really great. They 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 kidnap Hellboy, they stick him in a giant robot, and he fights a Godzilla. Fucking <laughs> like, what else? In, in to be continued. <laughs> yes, to be continued. And what's this? Why it's gone by Jock? Yeah. That's a pretty good looking book. I mean, if you like jock, you're going to like this book because I mean, it's got pretty the good. most jock in it that you can get. It is the biggest jock you've <laughs> ever seen. Yes. Uh, the federal government does not allow any more jock than this in your comic yeah. books. So it's, it's got a very like alien. It's an alien. Feel. It's, yeah. it's an alien riff, uh, riff, which is cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's a great looking book. It sure is. Uh, it is in that dumb format, though, unfortunately. Mm, large. Large. Get your magazine bags at boards it's out. It's large. <laughs> and in charge. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of that Popeye movie. I can't help it. Uh, wait, the 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 Robin Williams one? Yes. Yeah, it's great. God, that movie's great. It was a family favorite of mine. Yeah, nice. And every time someone says that, I, did all I Robert could... Altman draw, direct I think that? he did, yeah. Yeah, was... yeah. I actually haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, we should watch that again. And Robin Williams has those weird fake prosthetic arms. Yeah. They look great. Yeah. Uh, I totally need to watch that again. <laughs> Uh, I even like the musical numbers. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even remember there were musical so numbers. So many. Oh man. Uh, Crazy. Let's see. Bat woman, woman, cat, child, Gothamore. What? Oh, Batman, Catwoman, Gothamore, Red Hood, number two. Oh, thank you, God. So many words. Yeah, it's. It's, I mean, honestly, like, unless you're like, I need every Red Hood appearance, um, you can probably skip it. But if I you're into the story, it's probably just a, a vital part. It's weird because Joker's in it, and I, I maybe that's a good thing to bring Jason Todd and the Joker back together. But uh, I don't know. Did you see they're making a facsimile of the one where he dies, but it's the one where he lives? They're taking the the yes. Jim Aparo art. That I think that's fucking great. That is the best idea ever. It's awesome. Can't wait to read it, even though I've already so, read it. So <laughs> who is the – did Phil Hester draw Green Arrow a, like for a big run? Yeah. Because I never used to pay attention. He drew the Kevin Smith run. Okay. I and was then like, also the Brian Mel- Brad Meltzer run. Because this made me so happy when I got a hold of this, and yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is like the Green Arrow that I remember. Yeah. Like yeah. this is the Green Arrow that yeah. made me love Green Arrow. He drew it for oh, like, so I good. think like 40 issues or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So And and this is the regular creative team, Oof. but then there's like a, a Phil Hester uh, part at the end that he draws and he did the cover okay and it's kind of um it's it's a lot more multiversey than i would have expected a green arrow comic to be but it works for me i like it it actually so i agree this is absolutely not what i want out of a green arrow book right ever right and somehow it managed to not suck which yeah. i think is also a massive accomplishment yeah, because totally. it was it still felt like a green arrow book it still had all of the down-to-earth like themes and feeling of a green arrow. I, I just fucking like, I like this run a lot. Yeah, like I do. Lot, I, I, I do like it. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the end of this arc so that we see what the, what the status quo will be going forward. Yes. But, um, but I, I enjoy it uh, as essentially a team book really. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But a team book of everyone is an archer. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Scott, green lantern. 
this is not for me, but much better than I expected it would oh, be. Oh, interesting. I should uh, check this out. Yeah, it's I fine. It's a Golden Age set, uh, modern Green Lantern comic. Um, interesting. It's just too much kissing. <laughs> I mean, for real. It's too much it's kissing. Just, it's not what I want in the two I don't want, want punching. I want punching. I want punching. I want kicking. <laughs> punching and kicking. Here's one that I want to talk about for. Uh, I would never have thought that I was going to be talking about this, but uh, Disney Villains Hades. Uh, this is an amazing comic. Really? First off, huh. the art is phenomenal. It is written by one of my favorite writers. What? Uh, who doesn't get any work uh, ever. He has. He is responsible for the absolute best line of dialogue, I think, in the history of comics. Personally, wait, hold on. Uh, this is Elliot Kalin, who was. Uh, he was the head writer for Mystery Science Theater. He was the head writer for The Daily Show during the John Stewart years. Um, he is. Uh, he's just amazing. I really, really dig him, and. He's he is responsible for that Spider-Man and the X-Men run with the line when he talks to Stegron and says, with all of your abilities, you could cure cancer, but I don't want to cure cancer. I want to make dinosaur people. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, And so anybody who wrote that line of dialogue in a comic book deserves to have their work appreciated. And here I would like to call yeah, it the, out the art actually the is really good in this. Really cool i didn't even i didn't really even open this oh it's got a minotaur cool i would not ever have thought and he's also he's he's one of those like harvardy types so it gets it gets real deep into like mythological nonsense like way harder than you would ever expect anyone to do it having never seen the disney uh hercules have you seen it i have maybe seen part of it is there a minotaur in the disney hercules i don't Okay, because the Minotaur in this one looks really cool. <laughs> I don't actually know, unfortunately. Nice, uh, but uh, but I love it. I think this is a great comic. I highest recommendation. Go back and get the issues if that art feels really to you. good. Yeah, yeah. He also has a the 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 only reason I ever became aware of his existence is because somebody came into the store and was like, "I listened to your podcast," meaning the other one where we talk about movies, and he was like your podcast sounds like the flop house. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And he was like, it's this guy. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I wound up checking it out and I absolutely loved it, but it also sounds exactly like the fucking fun box monster podcast. Oh, funny. And I was like, it's like almost the same format except with lots of ads and like a million fucking listeners. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and you're like, Oh, yeah, well, uh, we had a good idea. Uh, it just was apparently everyone was doing it before us. Oh. Um, but anyway, uh, it's the weird thing about this. Cause like when, when we, when I pitched this to you initially, this podcast there was nothing like this podcast that is true and i i know because i was like scouring fucking yeah, yeah. all spotify and all the different things like just, just tell like, me what the fuck is coming out and the only one i could find was that serious issues one where they talk for three hours and i was just like i cannot listen to a three-hour podcast where they've actually read every single fucking comic we need to be quick hits that is brutal and so then we did start doing this and now there's a bunch of podcasts like this haha suckers uh are they owned by comic shops maybe they probably they must be i mean possible. how else would they read so many comics is possible uh halloween eve all hallows eve the big night yeah the big night being halloween right and oh my god i loved this comic so much i liked it <laughs> I despite the it. fact that i hated the art okay to be fair that is what i'm talking about this was the this is the big oh. secret this is the comic i was talking about i hated Sorry. the art of this i didn't want to call them out because i do think it it's it's a rush job it definitely feels like they were not giving a hundred percent on this book uh but despite the art the story is so fucking fun and yeah and i love the character and i love the fact that it's all taking place at halloween i love a halloween costumes come to life which is a subplot of this that not only do her costumes come to life it's like the buffy episode where everybody who's wearing a costume becomes their costume Mm. uh and uh it's and also she winds up with new masks and they're all superheroes yeah uh and it's pretty cool if you're if you're unaware of hollow's eve it's a new character from the current spider man run and she has the power of when she puts on a mask she gets the powers of whatever mask she puts on so if she wears like a dracula mask she gets a dracula's power somehow these masks were all cursed in uh in limbo i think i believe that's the deal that they all like when because in limbo all the like 
cars turn into Ghostbusters cars and, you know, like have oh, big teeth and shit. Yeah, so yeah. in this somehow, I think they came from Limbo. I think that was the deal. There it is. Well, if she's I got some superhero ones that now and there's pretty, you can imagine Marvel superhero ones. And it's, I have to spoil the first one because it's so good. <laughs> it is really good. Oh my God. The Captain America, she turns into Captain America first off and she gets a goddamn jack-o'-lantern in the middle of her shield and her costume. And I was like... Well, I know this is going to be an action figure, and I'm probably going to buy it. So whatever. Yeah, they, they're, they're really gonna... just fucking slapping me around with that because I want it so bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, next up is Sorry, Harley I keep Quinn. Getting up to like look at these comics. We're Harley about. Quinn and Lola Bunny dead. What? Harley Quinn has killed Lola Bunny on the cover of this comic. She finds the corpse of Lola Bunny. Oh my god. Yeah, I guess that is kind of what. I think it's Captain Carrot though. He's in the comic. Uh, he's a he's a woman. Oh, the- then it's a a woman rabbit from his planet or something. It's his Lola Bunny, let's say. Sure. Anyway, it's Harley Quinn. She's a she's a Quinn, super Quinn. Yes, she's a thing. And uh, here's this awesome ice cream man cover. Uh, this is their Walking Dead oh, yeah. day or whatever it is. They're doing these Walking Dead covers, but of course, this this cover of the ice cream man. Plugging Rick's shotgun with an ice cream cone. <laughs> Delightful. I love it so much. Nice. Gene uh, Gray, number three. I think this series is good. Yeah. Whatever. I, I think it's fun. Yeah. I can't believe this fucking series is back. Uh, apparently, Captara is still going. Who knew? <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't remember it was going, but I guess it is. Maybe it goes well in trades. Uh, kill more. Kill more. Keep, keep killing more. Keep on a killing, Kilmore. Uh, and this series that is like just one of the most heartbreaking, beautiful, just unbelievable things I've ever seen in my life. The Lonesome Hunters, The Wolf oh, Child. Man, it's good. This is a good, a good issue. I read this one because I really like Every it. Every fucking issue of this is so good. Yeah, but this one in particular is like after the last, the cliffhanger at the end of the last issue was like, oh shit. And then this one is like the aftermath, the the post hang yeah i gotta uh, say man after cool. this i'm like oh maybe tyler crook was the thing that i liked the most about harrow county because yeah. holy god this is good well i mean it was his series right did he write and draw it no wasn't oh i thought did that he? was yeah i think harrow county oh for him. some reason i thought it was uh oh my god my brain's freezing up one of those guys that does everything, like like a Charles Sewell or like one of those dudes that does everything. Uh, Man, I, I will. I thought admit it was someone else. Fully to not completing Harrow County, so uh, I I don't hundred percent remember. I'm looking it up now. Thank you. Here we go. If you like a Marvel zombie, guess what we've got? Yes, that's right. You guessed it. A Marvel zombie. Uh, it is Marvel zombies, black and white and red all over. Or black and white. Oh, and shit. White, if you Colin Bunn. Colin Bunn. That was the guy who does everything. That Yeah, but Tyler Crick did draw all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, I just, I think that uh, Colin Bunn is hit or miss for me sometimes. Huh. And uh, so far, Tyler Crook has been all the hits, baby. So... That's what I'm into. Uh, But Marvel Zombies, this is probably the exact series that you needed for this format. Like, I think that better than a Deadpool or a Harley Quinn or any of those things that they've done, this is the one. You can tell dumb fucking zombie stories with superheroes in little tiny bite-sized bursts. No pun intended because they're zombies. Um, But uh, I, I think this is great. This is perfect. Tyler Crook did not draw every issue of Harrow County. One was drawn by... No, several were drawn by other people. What? That's Such it. as Carlos Speed McNeil. I just looked it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> also, did you know that Bolivia has an export of uh, 20 tons of grain every 30 minutes? No, I didn't. Not good. I made that up. No. Um, anyway, uh, the <laughs> Power Rangers, they're both Mighty and Morphin. Wait. I don't even remember pulling that. Well, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. And uh, number five of the new Money Shot. This is volume two. I love that Tim Seeley cover. This is volume the, like three or four. Yes. It's, this, I think it's three. I love that Tim Seeley cover. It's, it's so funny. very confusing. I guess it's her ovaries talking. Uh, because they yeah. weren't allowed to say that it was her vagina talking. It's, well, yeah, I don't know. It's, this one, 
it's it's not really cherry pop tart who can't be called cherry pop tart it's just cherry i guess but like oh, it's really? not really her totally was well it's her well, in I mean, the story license but it's, wise it, i think yeah it is, license yeah. wise it is but it's it's not like a, like a continuity thing it's like this yeah 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 so it's like an artificial construct yes, that's like in a, the shape of her a hologram so it could be talking from anywhere. It could be made of that's true solidified light. Who fucking knows? I just it's a it's a fun Secret Wars parody cover, right? Yes. Or no? It is. Yeah. 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 That's the of the Spider Man black costume yeah. cover. Yeah. Yes. I like it. It was fun, and I like that Giselle. Uh, I can't remember her last name. That was the the only modern Archie artist that I like. Is the mm-hmm. artist on this now? I don't know who that is. It's a much, I think, from Canada somewhere. Artist, good artist. I like Canada. I enjoy maple syrup. <laughs> I enjoy. Do you remember the Archie one where they switched fries? genders and it was like a big deal? There was like an Archie comic about ten mm, plus years ago no. where like they had a dream or something happened okay. in Riverdale where Archie became like Archina and the, yeah, it was like a big fucking deal. And, All I remember was Archie getting shot. I remember that uh, one. No, it was around that time period. But uh, but Giselle <laughs> trying was the anything artist. they could. It's like imagine an Archie artist that had like more of a like a manga influence oh, and cool. uh it's just yeah just a really good modern archie artist and d- did this money shot anyway we just talked way too long about money shot true miss marvel the new mutant number three is out uh new burn number 12 is out my little pony the best of applejack <laughs> this is there is this is all killer no filler applejack <laughs> content for your money, you're going to pay $7 for this, but the amount of Applejack you're getting is just, it's worth it. Plus, it's that one you missed, you know, because all the other people bought it first because exactly. it was like, they were like, so wait, good. only Applejack in this one? Oh, man. And then it sold out. And you were like, God damn it, Tristan, why didn't you get more copies of that? And you're like, was, well, I'm, I'm waiting fool. until they reprint it. And now that day has come. All right. We've got something called Paladin of Axes. It is uh, Jerry Duggan. Um, and it is about a rock and roller who is in a plane crash and becomes then kidnapped by gnomes and taken to some kind of gnome dimension where uh-huh. he has... Yeah. Oh, I'm following you. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's basically what it's about. That's terrible. I hate it. Um, <laughs> I did not enjoy sure it, but fine. I did flip through it to get the gist. <laughs> All right. How about The Penguin? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it at all, uh, but Tom King is writing a comic book about the Penguin, and for some reason DC thinks that advertising prominently on the cover that uh, the Force of July is in it, that that is a thing that is going to actually sell it. I don't even know what that is. It's when there was a uh, annual number one of Batman and the Outsiders, they fought a team of goobers called the force of <laughs> july and they're like i guess there's i don't know if they're supposed to be like government agents or something but like like one of them's dressed like this statue of liberty and one she of them's sure like is. kind of like a captain america type looking guy and uh one of them has like firecracker powers it's like the dumbest bullshit wow ever and for that some reason like some dumb bullshit <laughs> hey if if buying a comic about the penguin is enough of a draw, <laughs> here let's put these obscure characters that no one uh, under the age of uh, thirty seven has ever heard of or considered once after seeing it in a back issue bin. Fair enough. Uh, we got uh, Sean Murphy's plot holes, of course, uh, signed, of course, as always. Uh, we've got Power Girl number two. I like this Power Girl no comic. Harbor for Space Pirates. I actually do too. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's good. better than I thought it would be. Uh, the only thing that's weird is I just don't understand why she had to be called a different name. Like why why she's chosen this new name. I don't get it. But I don't whatever. Either. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm getting it. to the point where it's like I care less all the time because the comics end up being like pretty good and exactly. If that's fun. kind of the thing yeah. is like if, if they make some weird choice, I'm like okay. Yeah. Do whatever you want. As long as you're writing good stuff, I don't yeah, care anymore. Exactly. Uh, speaking of things that are so well written that I don't care how silly they are, uh, Predator versus motherfucking Wolverine. God, I love mm. this comic so much. Yeah, it's actually pretty this good. Is, it's fun. This is one of those things that they could have just, you could have you could have phoned it in. Mm-hmm. You could have phoned this thing in and people would have bought it just because it's because of the concept. Right. You could have done whatever you want and they went way 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 over the top in making this awesome and i like 
I think I like this issue more than I like the first one, and I loved the first issue. I was, uh, I was, yeah, it is really I'm good. Super into it. I was talking to my friends on the internet, uh, uh, my friend uh, who John, who is definitely listening, and uh, a couple other pals, and we were talking about how uh, there must have been some kind of clause in the sale of Star Wars to Disney that said they couldn't make them team up with other. Uh, Disney things because oh Disney has teamed everything they've purchased up with Marvel except Star Wars yeah. not even on a cover there has to have been some kind of thing that prevents them from doing it because why wouldn't they have done it by now that's a good question and then we were doing Star Wars and different mashups and uh, like a spider ham solo and uh <laughs> I mean, I would be all in for that. Trying to only use my puns because everyone else's were better than mine, but um, I don't want to. It's still pretty good. I don't want to try to take credit for stealing someone's ideas. You don't want any uh, stolen valor for those for those terrible puns. Uh, No, some of them were actually really good. I had like dumb dumb ones like Spider Ham Solo. (laughs) That's still pretty good. Uh, Rare flavours. Oh yeah, I think the art is amazing in this it comic book. Like, I am not terribly interested in it for some reason, but the art and coloring in particular are a plus. I think it's good, nice. but I hate it because it's spelled flavor. Oh, because it's spelled the British way. Way way to ruin everything by spelling it like British people do. Uh, who uh, made this? A bunch of Brits. Ugh. Uh, what about Savage Squad Six? Uh, yep. They're savage. And six. <laughs> this is proof that uh, Dark Horse is not firing on all cylinders. <laughs> is that Savage Squad 6? Yes. Yeah. Turns out they're all six years old, too. It's weird. Oh, I wish <laughs> that's what it was. I wish it was a suicide squad of six-year-olds. I don't know. I would still not read it. I would absolutely <laughs> fucking read it. I mean, maybe I would read it if, if the they were getting, was really good. Okay. If they were getting killed off in every issue and oh, they were six-year-olds. Murder. So what you're saying mm. is you're really into murdering babies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I've been on... I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I've made no secret I don't, that I think... don't want to yuck your yum. Thank you so much <laughs> for not saying that that's... That murdering toddlers <laughs> is bad. I will. So I got your back, fam. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I, I'll never hear anything negative about that joke that I made. Nobody's ever going to call me on that. Nope. Anyway, uh, the schlub is a comic book yes. and, uh, seven years in darkness from our friend Joe Schmalky. Hey, Joe. This book is great. Uh, yeah. this is definitely one of his better books. I think, I think this is probably, this might be my favorite thing he's done. Honestly. Yeah. It's really good. Is, I think this is it. Yeah. Um, it's, I hate to say. I feel like it's mature, but it kind of is. Like it feels like he didn't in a way where it's like it's it's fun to rely on like I don't know, like shit like people yeah. getting fucked to death with dildos or whatever sure. kind of things that he has done in the Mur- past. Murder hobo. I mean murder hobo and those things are fun and they're crazy, but yeah. I think that this is like, oh, he can he doesn't have to do that. Yeah. And I think that's an amazing thing that like he can tell a story without that stuff. It's just fun to add it in. And I also think that that. when people do something all the time, they get better at it as they go. And so he's been making comics all the time for a long enough time where it's like, oh, shit, this guy's making some badass fucking comics now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so maybe the first ones were the learning curve and now it's the the plateau, the like here it is i had a conversation with joe like i don't know six months ago something like that i can't remember what the context was i was probably picking up like unsold copies of rad wraith that got sent to him from fucking scout or some shit and uh and he was like i was like man i just congratulations i'm so glad that you've managed to do this amazing thing it's just so impressive that you've done what you've done and uh and he was like he was like, well, man, you, you know, you were the one that told me to do it. And I was like, I'm almost positive I told you not to do it. <laughs> I'm like almost positive. I was like, you have a family, dude. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, maybe I did. Maybe I'm, maybe I am more supportive than I thought I was. Human memory is a, is, is not infallible, it's, it turns out. It and so not. if you are remembered as the thing that kick-started his it's career true. then you know I, I wear hope, it with pride i hope he thinks that uh but i i actually the idea that i would forget saying something like that absolutely is 
a thousand percent possible. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I cannot fucking remember anything. My brain is a sieve. Yeah. So we uh, live in the moment. Yeah, you know, every moment is new for me. Uh, slow burn. Ooh, slow burn. Oh yeah, this was a nice looking book. Uh, it wasn't. I found for, it slow for me. Yeah, it's a little bit of a slow burn. Interesting. <laughs> That's. I feel like they. I feel like this is a matter of uh, in screenwriting. We call it uh, hanging a lantern on it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. where you're like, oh, shit, this book is really slow. Wait, I got an idea. We'll call it slow burn, and then people won't call us on it. Nobody's nice. gonna get upset if we call it slow burn. It's called slow burn. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> It's called, this one wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, something is killing the children. Oh, still. It still is. That's Tristan's diabetes. favorite comic book. Yes. <laughs> but I like it because I'm known as the person <laughs> who loves <laughs> murdering babies. Oh, good. Oh, good. Still your bag. Oh, good. Uh, anyway, uh, Spawn 346. Yeah. In this comic, Spawn dies is in it in gunslinger (laughs) this one just called gunslinger not gunslinger spawn but we're supposed to know it's spawn because it's got a spawn on the cover bo diddley was a gunslinger spawn i don't think that's true Uh. um star trek glass and bone part one it is star trek number 13 dark droids dr afra number 37 uh dark droids d squad oh man this the d, squad d stands for robot dick <laughs> the d stands for fucking r2d2 bloop bleeping his way through the entire thing it has great art it has r2d2 teaming up in a weird like revenge squad with four lom and uh <laughs> ig88 it's drawn by salva espin who i you really like that it's on every level and then it's like the entire comic is just filled with bleep bloop sound effects and it's just like come on you don't need all of these you just, just don't just as a heads up that to uh, just to say that there is a history for this in the uh in the world of of marvel's star wars there was a four issue chewbacca series where they did not translate chewbacca that's at right all and actually it wasn't bad is that the one where he died there was oh. one where the last one was Chewbacca's death, and it was like a oh, big deal because they had never showed Chewbacca's death, and they actually uncanoned it because they were like, and in order, like, it, honestly, like, if what? they hadn't uncanoned it, he would not have been in the three most recent Star oh, Wars Oh, interesting. Films because he would have been dead. I believe he was supposed to die in the last one, but I mean, if yeah. they had, uh, if they had paid any attention to what happened when they tried to kill him in the books uh they would know that that was bad news because people got real mad because it's like you're killing your funny space dog yeah exactly don't kill the funny space dog dude don't do it just don't do it uh like a planet fell on him in the books so maybe that's what it was it was a comic book version of that story because that's exactly what happened yeah something happened and planet like broke apart but he was like saving someone when he died yeah yeah and uh i remember and i remember i only know this because uh the woman who uh who edited all of the del rey star wars stuff she's a good friend of michelle's right and so like she was telling us about all the death threats that they got (laughs) and like just how it was like it was not good news like they were they were legitimately like it wasn't like fuck around death threats either it was like they were actually scared for their lives i shouldn't laugh it was it was a fucking taste of what was to come for the star wars fandom Oof. of like you did something that didn't agree with the story that i've been telling myself about star wars i'm gonna kill your family did i ever tell Ooh. you about the guy who uh when i was working at the other comic store um in windham and uh, this one dude came in someday. I, have, I don't even remember what he looked like or anything now because uh, there's just so many, as you know. Yes. Um, and he, he's like, well, I wrote, this, I wrote this story. I wrote this screenplay. And he oh, wanted no. to tell me about it. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty busy, you know, like trying to be like, but he's like in there and I'm not going anywhere, obviously. It's one room and I can't leave. And uh, he starts telling, he's like describing this thing. And I'm like, about 20 minutes in, I'm like, so it's, star wars it's like that's the story no no it's different it's uh it's the the droids are it's not droids it's it's robots and i'm like yeah it's just you are literally describing star wars but you've the different character names wait 
was this person Zack Snyder? And he had just gotten a Netflix deal and... <laughs> Netflix did not exist when oh, I worked at that okay. store. But it could have been Zack Snyder. It's entirely possible. I hope it was. That it was Rebel Moon. Or, or basically that Zack Snyder bought it from this guy and then it became Rebel Moon. <laughs> He found the craziest guy on the bus and was like, you know what? I want to buy your screenplay, dude. This uh, this pirate rogue from Space Concert. It's a woman. Oh. And then there's a prince. Mm. And they have a, a, a kind of will-they-won't-they they type relationship at first. And- no, you're, you're describing Cheers. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just describing Cheers. Uh, anyway. that's, that's just moonlighting. <laughs> still have like 40 comics to go through. Uh, the answer to your question about comics is Steelworks is up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steelworks number five. Yeah. Again, I'm going to reiterate that this is a fun steer- series. Yeah. And, uh, and even though I also will say that this is unfortunately this is a pet peeve of mine and is becoming much more prominent and is actually kind of upsetting uh i'm not a huge fan of celebrities getting involved in comics Mm. this is about to become a real fucking problem and uh i'm not looking forward it would have been great if you had like a shotgun cocking soundtrack (laughs) it's gonna be a real problem take care of this uh Um, but no like literally reminders like hey check it out i got new books coming out and it's like two of them are with random celebrities well one of them is with brian posain who is the guy who's responsible for jerry duggan so that guy's already been writing comics but one of them is uh the guy from brooklyn 99 andy Uh, samberg yeah right and then uh it's and then Scott Snyder is doing something with some dude with some other famous dude and like I got a fucking email from Tyler Maine uh, the guy that played Sabertooth. Sabertooth and he's like I've got a new comic coming out and and you should you should work on it you should uh, you should do stuff with it and blah 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 and it was like and he was like and my new comics coming out it's written by this guy and it's drawn by this guy and I went you don't have a comic coming out you're representing a comic that's coming out? What are you doing with it if someone else wrote it and someone else drew it? What the fuck is this? He's basically just doing a Rob Liefeld. Which is like, <sighs> he's like, check out my new comic, Evangeline. <sighs> and it's like, it's just this model uh, oh for, who played Vampirella. And she's just like, I, I'm going to do, like, we're going to make you the star. And then they just like have this comic that looks nothing like this model. But she's the face of it, and then they put out a swimsuit special, which my wife bought for me uh, as a joke this oh. week, which is why I'm making this specific reference. Is that is that literally uh, what's her name, uh, Kevin Eastman's wife? Um, uh, something Christian is her last name. Oh, so it's not actually. She was the first okay. official Vampirella cosplay oh, okay. model, and she was also the co-creator with Rob Liefeld of Evangeline, uh, and they did a special swimsuit issue which has like all this terrible art and then just like leftover shots from her modeling portfolio that have nothing to do with the comic whatsoever. So she's good. She's got a sword in the comic, but like the, this just just wearing like jean shorts in the thing. Also, I got to really quickly correct uh, uh, Sammy Basri. If I said that's who drew the droid comic, I was wrong. Uh, Sammy Basri drew Steelworks and Salva Espin drew the Marvel comic. Thank you for that important correction. Hey, I don't want to, you know, say the wrong thing. True. Uh, Beast Boy yeah. from Tales of the Titans. I This Tales from the Titans thing was kind of like, I don't really get why it happened. Why and I felt kind of roped into it after buying one. I was like, well, I got to buy the rest. And then I kind of was like, the last two were real. Well, the, actually, the Donna Troy one was all right. The Raven one kind of sucked. And this Beast Boy one kind of sucks. Hmm. Sorry. The Beast Boy one shouldn't suck. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. uh, He just looks dumb drawn photorealistically. He does. He should be drawn. Like, if you're going to give him the big, dumb, pointy ears, you got to make him look like a cartoon. Right. Either take away the the Spocky ears or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just looks weird. Uh, Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures, number six. Hooray. Turtles with Stranger Things. Love it. Thor with Turtles. There's a cool last page uh, cameo in this Thor. Hmm. sort of start and be like, maybe I should undrop Thor, but I did. Interesting. Uh, here's one of my favorite books that's coming out. And honestly, if this became an ongoing series, 
I would be totally fine with it. I fucking love this. I can't help it. I know it doesn't make any sense to continue this series, but uh, I love Uncanny Spider-Man. I think oh, it's yeah. super fucking fun. Yeah, it's fine. I mean... I like, I, what comic is he talking about? I, I, like... I don't know. Nightcrawler is just a great character and he's great. I like, I like the suit. I like the way that it, I don't know. I just think it's super fun. Whatever. Whatever. So sue me. Uh, unstoppable doom patrol. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I had mixed bag for this one. I love doom patrol. So I was all in. Um, but man, that post credit scene in this one, I'm just like, fucking please. Why? 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 Anyway, whatever. Anyway. That's fun. They they fight the candle maker from the Grant Morrison run again in this one. Void rivals. Hmm. Avoid the void. <laughs> Avoid the rivals. Uh, Walking Dead Deluxe, number 75. What's the furthest place from here? I don't know. You'll never find out unless you read it. And it yeah. Correct. Okay, this goes there. I will bend my hand around all awkwardly <laughs> so, on camera. So many comics. I know. Uh, I don't. I'm worried now. The stack is getting high enough that it might actually start interfering with the camera shot. <laughs> uh, I literally could not. I, no, normally, I can carry the like the stack yeah. in one hand over, and I could not. No, I had to give it. I had to do two stacks. There's too much. a lot of comics this week. We've got Witcher Wild Animals, which oh, has a which, Witcher with wild animals. Which are wild animals? Uh, the little mice that are riding on this lady's oh, head. Oh, those it's ones. Very, it's very cute. Uh, Dawn of DC, we have Wonder Woman. It's actually two. doesn't the, suck. The series is good. It it's does not suck. For shit. Oh no! Its numbers are so bad. Oh no! Like I cannot believe Damn. how poorly this book is selling nationwide. Wow. It's its actual sales numbers are. Is it selling for you at all? No. Uh. You know what? I pay attention so little to oh. my sales numbers. No, that's huh. not true. Um, uh, it sells yeah. okay. All right. I mean, it's, it's weird that I would it's selling so poorly. I would say it's a disappointing thing. It's weird because it's a good-looking book, and it's not bad. Like, I don't know. It, it is very strange because, like, Wonder Woman fans, like, our, or at least our version of Wonder Woman fans tend to be Wonder Woman exclusive. They're, like, they're kind of like the saga people. Mm-hmm. Of uh, okay. of comics, sure. Uh, like they just all they want is Wonder Woman, and they don't care about anything else. And uh, and even they have like stopped buying new Wonder Woman comics, and they're only here to buy older woman Wonder Woman comics. Wow. So th- it's interesting to me that that's that that's happening. But I there blame you go. Gal Gadot. It could be. Um, I will say that uh, and Zack Snyder and Zack Snyder. I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's what's doing it, but it, it is a thing. It's that. It's so funny. <laughs> they, they basically turned Wonder Woman into something generic, and now all the comics are like basically the same. I mean, but I don't know. That's not true. I actually like this comic. And I the last I run- I kind of like the Wonder Woman movies. 1984 was a disaster. But it, it, 1984 is a bad movie. The first one was bad not movie. bad, although no. the villain was really stupid. The um, ending was dumb, but the, the yeah, movie as the a fight whole at was the great. End was dumb. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the getting there was, was just fine. Was, yeah. And uh, I also will say the Becky Cloonan uh, co written run that led up to this current series was actually yeah. really good and then but that um, got buried because it was selling so badly yeah, that yeah. like people weren't giving it a chance yeah and and people then, aren't going to give it a chance in the middle of a like seven thousand yeah it did run. it did yeah it did have that kind of um yeah yeah that's i that's mean also comics are expensive now like it's true not everything's gonna fucking sell i will <laughs> batman we'll say it's funny blame batman uh, yes i do blame batman uh we were talking uh, somebody from another shop who will remain nameless so that I don't implicate them. Uh, but they were talking about, they brought it up and I did not. Uh, they brought up saga people. This, this is a, this is apparently he has talked to other people in other shops across the country and everyone's like, Oh, aren't you glad that Saga's out? Because like saga is like bringing people in that weren't ever buying comics. I hear that a lot. And it's so funny because people who buy Saga come in once a month, buy a copy of Saga, ask for a bag and a board, a bag, 
and then a then they pay with a credit card. I make about twenty cents, and they leave, and I never see them until Saga comes out again. Uh, yeah, and that is a hundred percent. He was like, "That's every that's every comic shop across the country." I mean, there's plenty of people who buy Saga in addition to normal comics. That's yeah. that's a different. But story. and also like trade sales and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But Saga it's so funny. Is, yeah, it's just is. so funny that that's like a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I Saga brings people point. into the store. But I mean, if for, if we were if we were better like at free comic book day, it's one of those things though. Like, it would be easy to get those people to go to uh, monstrous if I was a better salesperson. But I yeah. I hate selling people on things. Yeah. If someone wants me to sell something to them, if they're like, I'm looking for a comic, tell me about it. Yeah. I would go, Oh, you're looking for monstrous. That is the next thing for a saga person to read. You should read these fucking trades of Sandman. You should read all this stuff. But you know. I don't but do that because I they don't. don't. If they don't yeah, yeah. open the door. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not one of those fucking people. Mm. Uh, anyway, Dark X-Men, the darkest of the X-Men. I like this series. Yeah, it's Can't fine. Can't help it. This is, this is one of my. It's one of my and Of course you like I, it. <laughs> you know, even without that, I mean, they are using him sparingly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they are He's definitely in not. They are not giving him the til, center til, stage til, that I want. Until X-Men to. Blue comes out. <laughs> I mean, they have to. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think it's sponsored by Labatt's Blue? Oh man, that would be cool if the whole comic was just them all drinking oh, Labatt's. There's one of the um one of the kick uh Patreons that I subscribe to is this uh the Grixley uh, Nate McDonough. He just did a Spider-Man parody uh or like homage issue. So it's like a full size Spider-Man comic, um fake Spider-Man comic, and uh, the whole thing is. V- just pictures of venom tearing people in half very graphically mm-hmm. and then like there's a uh, couple scenes with aunt may talking on the phone to uh per- people who uh, like rite aid and like trying to get her prescription <laughs> changed <laughs> and then the other one is j jonah jameson being like lights up his stogie and they're like you promise not to smoke and then he's like god dad god I just want to smoke my cigars. It's like that's the whole comic. It's actually pretty entertaining. I don't know why I thought what were you talking about? I don't know, but all I know is that someday, if I'm ever given the opportunity to work at Marvel for even one issue, and they let me do what I want, the entire issue will be Aunt May making wheat cakes. (laughs) That will be beginning to end. It will take place entirely during her preparing wheat cakes. For a large breakfast where oh, people are about to. Yeah, I mean, you could just pitch it as like a cookbook. Oh, God. The Aunt May Wheat Cake Cookbook. Yeah. Cooking with wheat cakes. Cooking with wheat cakes. And each story could be a different variety of wheat cake. <laughs> Maybe she makes a gluten free wheat cake. Oh, my God. That story. That's gonna, How could you? How, how are you going to do How could that? you make a gluten free wheat cake? You couldn't. That's uh, the joke I told. But I, think, I think you're really. I, you know what? I think that you could make some sort of almond. So, like substitute well, for a wheat cake, then it would be an almond cake. I, what is a what is a wheat cake? Just in general, do we know? Uh, it's what it's just a flat. Stan jack. Lee fucking had never eaten a pancake in his fucking life. It was like wheat cakes. That's what they're called. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my grandfather called them griddle cakes. Oh, that's He'd fucking be like adorable. I'm gonna make griddle cakes. Oh, that's like, they were good. fucking good. My grandfather was a good good ass cook. Ass cook. He cooked ass. <laughs> he totally cooked ass. Let's cook ass. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an avenue we just went down. It sure is, and that's definitely going to be my uh, my cannibal. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yes. when you do your cannibal, cannibal yeah, my, series, my big cannibal series. Let's cook ass. I'm gonna open up a can of cook ass. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got X Men: Days of Future Past, Doomsday. Yeah, if you super depressing. Yep. If you and like that, Realm of X. I actually like this one. So it's do weird. I. It's uh, it's like basically kind of like a yeah. New Mutants comic. Uh, it's very much like a New Mutants comic. It's even more like an Excalibur comic. Yeah, it's, it's like, like both kind of mixed. Actually, yeah, it's like basically <laughs> like a a slam together of two of the best things that were going but on it, in the nineties. For for me, the thing that sold it was I really like the art. Yeah, and I say sold that I didn't actually buy it. But, yeah, um, I like the art, I like but I, I love this series. I think it's really fun, and uh, yeah. I, it's I, good. Yeah, as far as X Men series that are not related to any X doings go, this is really fun. It's fun, um, and that's yeah. what I like. Me too, and that's it. That, hey, we got through it. We, we got did through it. all of the issues. Damn. 
That, of course, does not include all of the trades and all the other no, nonsense. Such but, as Human Target. And there's so many. Superman for All Seasons. So and much. Invisibles Volume 1. Finally, Superman for All Seasons is back in print. Ding. Jiminy. All right. So that's very exciting. Uh, people are going to want that, so just remember yeah. that thing exists. Yeah, you uh, got lots is, of them. That is a great comic. I think I might it take is. one home because I have not read it in maybe 15 years. So It's good. It is good. Uh, that's it. All right, thank you so much. Come to Blood Diner on Sunday, yes. please. Buy things from Coast City Comics. That would also be very helpful. We would love that. Follow us at Coast City Comics. Uh, do all of those things at Coast City Comics on Instagram and all that other stuff. And uh, yeah. yeah, and follow Bob at Dollar Binge. At Dollar Binge. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for listening and watching or whatever. And uh, we will see you next week. Have a good night. Blood Diner. Yeah. yeah, yeah.